<laughs> right. Either way, I just got out the gym and it's got me not going to be no near as hot as that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> or nearly as hot as it is outside. Oh lord, it's fucking crazy hot. People are losing their mind over it. Like it's the first time it's ever happened. Oh, to I them. know. Yep, <laughs> I know. And you're like, oh, I can't go outside, and I'm like, you still got to do whatever you got to do in life. And no matter if there's snow on the ground, thousand degrees outside it is what it is. Yeah, I know, right? But um, I had a couple of people like ask me like. They had this feeling like if their air conditioner quit mm-hmm. or if mine quit, we could die. You know, <laughs> like that was the vibe I was getting. I was like, you know, it'll be OK, though. I won't die. No, no. Yeah. People that I mean, you know, the homeless population in Texas or Southern California, wherever it reaches crazy heights. People do die from heat. Yeah. 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 But being a little hot. Yeah. Kill but not, uh, not around here. That's true. Yeah, do you think that people are a little hypersensitive anymore? Uh, That's a nice way of saying soft. Yes, absolutely. 100%. (laughs) You think so? 100%. Absolutely. Just, um, oh, I don't even know the quote, but uh, they said tough times make, you know, I mean, hard man. Oh, right. And then yeah. it follows through, you know what I mean? You get better and better, but then that makes you your, you know, other people with your kids. Because they've got it easy. It makes them weaker, weaker, more sensitive to everything else. It's so logical. It's, what is it? What's the danger in there somewhere? Soft men make hard times. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But I think that's a real risk. But yeah, and it's, uh, everybody says, oh, it's the kids. Boy, it's the, I don't know if you want to call it the narrative, but it's the, the me, the, right here right now and the fact that everybody wants everything handed to them they don't want to want to work for it and if they don't want to work for it they don't do it and the the few that do that excel you know i mean know what it takes but yeah people just don't want to either put the effort in and or they either they don't care yeah like apathy it's weird it's weird because you're you're a little older like me. Yeah, like we're those we're the only people I think that had a chance to live in two different generations, man. Like we went from one extreme to the other. Like Absolutely. when we were young, was it like this for you too? Like people around you were like their order of like what's important was like hard work near the top, mm-hmm. fucking discipline, and if you want to make something of yourself, you have to make yourself something, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm not saying anything's right or wrong. I'm not sure what the right answers are, but it's weird how it flipped. And now it's like whatever you can get is best, mm-hmm. whatever's easiest is best, and if it's too hard or won't accommodate you, you shouldn't do it. And that's the thing. People, you know, I don't care what anybody does. You, If you don't want to do nothing, don't do anything. If you don't want to strive for anything, don't, but don't complain about it at the same time. That's a good point. It's not, you know, I mean, poor me. Well, if you don't, put the effort in or any yeah. any desire behind it don't complain it doesn't come or don't complain nobody doesn't give it to you you know what i mean nothing's given right i think you just defined entitlement man yeah like to no I, absolutely yeah that and, and that's huge right now entitlement <laughs> yeah is huge and a lot of the mind state is a lot of you know what i mean a lot of lack of discipline the a lot of social media that people you can hide behind whatever and cry about this or do about this this and that and there's no repercussions or there's no 
um, you have to get out and do it. You know what I mean? I had to get out and experience. Yeah, I think you're right, dude. And I don't get, like, offended or mad at people that are like that. I just worry yeah. about them. Yeah. I worry about them because, like, I know it's not going to work out for you, you know? And like, you, you can tell them a hundred times. And, you, you like, the same thing you can tell people, but until they actually do it themselves, then, then they'll, they'll never um, get or create or attain whatever goal that um, they feel they deserve without putting the work in yeah un, unearned rewards it's weird gosh man thanks for being here dude i'm so glad you worked in your schedule i appreciate that yeah glad to be that's why i was like i messed it like ooh, how even long is it and i was like i got about an hour or so I'm, I'm glad that worked out definitely yeah yeah I've, definitely. I've, well I, i've known you a while i've seen you around a lot we have a lot of similar interests that cross yeah. paths i always thought man i wish i could sit down and fucking talk to Matt sometime for a minute uninterrupted you know right because <laughs> we both do entrepreneurial stuff which keeps you hopping yeah and no you, I thought well why not just record it cause yeah. Might, yeah and most time it's in passing you know what I mean a couple minutes here a couple minutes there whatever yeah so I, I'm interested in 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 you I mean I know stuff about you but um like you you own some companies you do entrepreneurial work mm-hmm. um and you're always branding and and doing exciting things, and your personal interests are seem pretty exciting. Um, yeah, so we got um, Barlow's Beard Butter, mm-hmm. which is handmade products for people that you you make. Yes, yes, I, I do. Is made by <laughs> sometimes. Hand. There's not a lot in there because yeah. it was like, why don't you have? I mean, there's probably like fifteen cents on the butters, and usually there's just a handful 15. in there. 15 that I've made. That's so many. And they're like, why not? I'm like, I still work behind the chair all the time. Yeah. Well, that's your other business is uh, Barlow's Barbershop. <clears throat> yes. You got a new spot downtown on the square. It's yeah. fucking awesome, dude. That's the, probably the best move ever made. And the other two spots, we, I mean, literally it was for a need. We outgrew them. Outgrew them. And there were good little areas, but there was no no high traffic volume, no you know, I mean, exposure or anything. Yeah. And every time my lease happened to be up and they never had me resign yet. And so it was month to month and within a month every time, okay, let's go. There's a spot, let's go. Same thing with that, seeing that and like So you think you go. found your home? Um Hopefully. That's a that's a that's a that's a, <laughs> I signed a, I signed a three year lease. We're yeah. just in our second year and that's gonna be a a decision here about another year. Um uh, the cutting side's full up front and I don't want to leave the downtown area right there at all yeah um so from a year from now I'll have I'll have two more uh, my son and his older brother will have licenses ready to go oh nice um so if I can find a bigger spot gotta keep growing to move to or if I want to open up another spot on the south end Oh my god, it's gonna be a yeah. headache. Either way, it's gonna be a headache. Whatever I gotta do. Yeah. Well, we should talk about partnering on one. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Because every time I think about opening up a barber shop exclusively, because I do a salon with mm-hmm. a few barbers in the barber area. Yeah. I think, man, I almost want to do this, but it's just like I need a partner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that's great, dude. And what I love about your shop, there's a lot to love about it. But what I really love is those giant glass panes. Yes. 
in the front and you were so smart to put like bright lighting inside the mm -hmm. backside and the ring lights at low level dude so like you can see in there and like it's like 3d from all downtown you can see in your spot it's they look so good dude. and that was the key i mean first i mean the windows sold me first off just a huge just enormous seeing i don't even have i've been there two years and i don't even have signage out front i have a barber pole and it's been two years yeah and i did that on purpose like why don't you have a sign or anything i'm like i don't want i don't have a need for a sign i'm just now i brought in two new guys maybe six months ago i'm just now be, being able to keep up with clientele coming in and i was kind of like let's see how much i can grow with no signage just kind of something to myself no signage at all just social media word of mouth and client referrals and the whole front of your building is a sign really yeah you can exactly see inside, yeah. Dude. yeah yeah i've got one <laughs> huge dude, your sign would cover up the cool view like. and that's my thing like oh you don't put letterings on the window i'm like no i want people to drive yeah. by and have an unobstructed view inside to see what's going on it's cool there's a huge led light on the wall we keep another light on so you drive by there 24 hours a day, you can see it is a barbershop, regardless. Yeah, that's a, that was brilliant, dude. You do a lot of brilliant stuff, especially with branding. Um, and that's actually how we first started talking, because we both do products and we were mm -hmm. cross-branding and, and cross-promoting, and we both do salon barber stuff. Um, but, but really, in this area, like we were the two people and my wife trying the hardest at branding yeah 100 percent. you know 100%. and that, nobody else seemed to give a shit uh -uh. nope so i was like i need to talk to this guy right. he's super motivated <laughs> but um how, how did you like how do you stay motivated to do that and like what how did you learn how to do that stuff did you just make it up or um study I, I know a lot of it i think is i'll tell you when i first started i guess you could say branding um when i first started cutting hair it was in a crush salon yeah, Lisa's place. Yep, yep. Rented me a spot in there. And within a year later, I started setting up. I made come up with the beard butters. I'm like, okay, beards are huge. You're going to be in my chair. I can sell you a product that you need. And I was reading, um, I don't know if it was Hardwired or like a salon magazine about social media branding. Mm. And I never had Facebook until 2012. I didn't have MySpace. I didn't have nothing. I had no idea even what it was. Yeah. And so I came up with my brand before the beer buddies, before I even, even had anything, you know what I mean? I made the product, I branded it, and I just slammed it on social media. But the brand was your priority from the jump. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the key reason is if you can have the best whatever you do in the world, if nobody knows, it does not matter. They're not going to see it. They're not going to come. They're not going to purchase it. That's true. So I just did that and slammed it all over social media and everywhere and people loved it it was a great product and then i just kind of want to open my shop transfer that to my shop the same thing i didn't realize it came first i just i don't know why yeah, i was, thought maybe it was second yeah it was ever before i had a shop and i oh, set cool. up at the fights and i would go around the midwest and set up at a beard event they would have like you know what i mean um and they would all be for uh, either animal stuff you know what i mean animal groups veterans or something like that and people would come from you know all over the united states sometimes and you know what i mean beer championships and all the money would go towards a great cause would set up in different cities and you know what i mean it was great because we wouldn't make no money it wasn't about making money it's about getting the product out there the brand and we'd have a great time we talk about some of the weirdest 
nicest people you ever meet in your life. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. You do just get out there, man. And you created so much equity in your brand, which I believe, I don't think people like appreciate enough. Like you're talking about, you did events where you didn't make money. Yeah, oh, 100%. Events that probably cost money. Yeah, yeah, but, absolutely. But in your mind, you're building your the equity of your brand, the value of... Yes. I think that's important. But you, man, you just... Seems like you never quit. You're super consistent. Um, and you do branding for your staff. And you, you do... I think you really like it. I love Because it. you're really good at it and you have to like it because you even do branding for like people that were on booth rent that paid you rent yeah 100 so yeah. you weren't even you're just trying to i mean you don't basically what i'm saying is you don't indirectly or directly get paid from branding them yeah no when i first but you still did it yeah when i first opened up the shop um at Rogers booth rent and i would i would field every call i still field most of the calls myself even behind that's the right chair. remember you tell me that that's st- crazy i still answer the phone behind the chair at dinner on vacation it does not matter i mean people love to talk to somebody they love to hear a human voice and i've got as many times as i can everybody's name in my phone so when i call and i'm like oh thanks tom well how'd you know it's tom people uh, do you still do that yeah that's crazy it's, it's 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 insanely i remember kayaking with you once yeah, yeah. And you were making appointments the whole fucking time, dude. Yeah, and you and I was like, I thought you were just being a dick and answering calls from your friends because you talk to the people like they're your friends. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Which is brilliant. I mean, they are your friends. You do care about them. Yeah. But I just, it was so different for me. And then I just, I remember being surprised because I just assumed you were running a, like a hourly or commission team because mm-hmm. you worked like you were running a team. I do now. And probably then I was when right before when COVID hit, everybody's booth rent. Um, I had three main people leave at one time in the middle of COVID. Yeah. And then therefore I would I used to let them have their own numbers. I would shoot clients to them. They'd retain that information, and then three people left. And then so a lot spoil of clientele went with them. Absolutely, absolutely, I did spoil them, and yeah. I don't think. Well, neither here nor what I think, but they left, so therefore a lot of clientele left, so therefore sure. I cut it off. Yeah. And everybody went to a form of commission. Absolutely. Good. I'm like, Good. I if mean, I'm you, doing you, this you behind... the work. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. And still what I do now, everybody makes money, everybody's happy. That's my key that, thing at the shop. That's it. As long as everybody's happy and everybody's making money, there's nothing, you know what I mean? We, we can figure anything and everything else out. Yeah, win-win, man. We're on the same page with that. I think we're on the same page with a lot of things, including staying motivated and branding and stuff. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, anybody that might be interested in listening to this and me, myself, I'm interested in, like, your entrepreneurial spirit, like, your motivation and stuff. Because a, a lot of times people like me and you forget that people don't live lives like us. Absolutely. A lot of people punch card, time card. They work a, you know, a set schedule for somebody else and they have a much different view. So they, they find this stuff intriguing as hell. So I want to hear from you, man. Like, how do you do it? Like, how do you wake up every day and decide what it is I need to do? What do I want to do? How do I stay motivated to do it? Like, what's your day look like, dude? Um, I think the the... Stay in motivation. I, I still love the hustle. 
I love the hustle of it all. You like I, it? I love it. I thoroughly love it. And if I don't ever love it, well, each individual part, even if one day I do not like cut behind the chair, I will quit. Life's too short not to be happy in any aspect of your life. Um, get up and I, I think and it, it's all about routine, mental routine, along with physical routine, how, how you do your day. You got to have your day planned out. I mean, I, I'll get up and I will look at my book at each, every client and go through my head, their haircut. You know what I mean? They're my clients. Okay. I may do them five years. You know what I mean? I've done them forever. I'm mentally, okay, this is what I'm doing. I want that to be the best service ever. As long as pushing through the day, it's a struggle. I mean, you got a hundred different things going in your brain, answering the phone, cutting the hair, uh, running the brand. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of stuff on your your schedule, your calendar, that's not stuff that you have to do. Yes. Stuff you're deciding to do. Yeah. And a lot of times it's, okay, if you've got 20 things you need to do, you've got to pick your priorities. Okay, you can't do all these. What is important? What needs to be at the top of the list? And then work that way down and then take all them and fit them in your time frame or your gaps or whatever you got going on for the day, definitely. That's that's a, the, that's a hard thing to do. That is. And, and not, not on top of that. And then if you have a relationship, that's you. That, you know what I mean? You've got to, yeah. you've got to weigh that out. You're talking about like a romantic relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, the, the balance is. That takes, oh, it's like a whole other, it's a whole other job. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I, right. when I first started, my priority was my business you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was my business and up until maybe a year and a half ago i don't even know how long we've been together but yeah a little over about a year and a half um i made sure i made her a huge priority as well because you know sometimes you find things that are meant to be this you know what i mean that is that you find somebody okay you decide okay you need to make that a priority as well so you have to put that in your schedule as well. I get up every single morning, no matter what I have to do, I will drive to her house, she's usually sleeping, walk in, give her a kiss, and then go about my day, just to let her know, I've got all this to do, but you are my first priority of the morning. That's that's sweet. That's Gotta brilliant. make that happen, yeah, absolutely. It's and, tough too, because when you're trying to make a priority for a, a relationship, at least I find, this might be not true for you, but it's true for me, like, being successful is one way that I show her that I love her. Yes. Yeah, and absolutely, I, yes. If I, if I don't go to work, I spend all my time with you all day. I don't feel like I'm showing you that I love you yeah. enough to get my ass out there and make it happen for us. And that's hard to communicate to women sometimes. Yeah, it is. We're, we're more this way, and they've yeah. they got so much more emotion in them. And, and I don't want to say need, but, you know, we both have needs. But they, yeah. they have more of the, the, you know I mean, the, the comfort need. It's different. We're just different creatures a little bit, I think. I don't yeah. I think some people don't like to think that, but I do. Like when, oh, absolutely. when shit gets out of control for me, what works best is grindstone, hard work. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put myself into work and I'm going to stop thinking and feeling and I'm going to accomplish things. <laughs> you know, that isn't necessarily the go-to for most women I've known. Yeah. You know, do you, do you feel like that's the case for you? Yeah. Um, and 
I, I say it a lot of time where there's the gym when I get uh, mentally stressed the gym in my shop you know what I mean the, the grind of my shop where it's cutting hair doing you know what I mean in the shop that that gets me together and a lot of times just you know what I mean cutting hair and talking to clients but just staying focused because it's so easy to get stressed in high pressure situations or high pressure jobs or running businesses and don't don't have a productive outlet i mean it's easy just you know i mean if you want to go out all the time this and that but that's not productive and we'll go out a lot you know what i mean but as far as that the the i think the gym is the one the most thing that that keeps me mentally together with all the stress of my life I, yeah i've noticed you do work out a lot i see I, we go to the same gym i see you there yeah. sometimes and that's before I, and that's the second thing I do in the morning time when I do it first to see her for a minute and then go to the gym and get my whatever I had from the day before stress you know I mean I work that out there even if it's just sometimes I'm there for 20 minutes I may do some pull-ups and just walk but it's getting that mental peace that's my recharge in the morning time that keeps you together yeah 100% yeah that's a lot though man I don't know if you realize that or not but like working on relationships working out being motivated to do physical activity as often as you do running businesses and and branding and marketing yes. and being a boss and you are managing and leading employees and you are also still working in your business yes. as well <laughs> so you're handling clients and customer service and skills that's a lot dude it's really well-rounded um how do you and how do you how do you stay able to to keep that well-rounded schedule dude that sounds it's hard i mean it's extremely hard but i love like i said i still love the hustle i it excites me still and just if i have i've learned now i never you know i've got to, i've had this apartment down the road down here for i don't even know February next February two years I think I've had a TV in there the whole time never plugged it in once never watched TV in there not one time yeah. I'm like and mentally I'm like why do I want to waste my time doing this or do I want to take that time and add something in there that can do something productive in life now I will sit down and watch Netflix with her because that's you know, I mean that's our little time when we've got time which is fine mm -hmm. makes her happy I love some of the shows yeah but before no even not one time we just now took it to the shop we're gonna put it up in the shop because it's <laughs> yeah. football season i got two guys like oh it's football season and i'm All like right. and i told myself go get the tv we'll put it up in the shop yeah but yeah i love the hustle um and like i said there's so many different facets of it it keeps my brain switching changing and keeps it keeps it motivated versus you know i'm a nine to five somebody's working 12 hours on me with the overtime it's the same monotonous thing same thing yeah, well, how did you get into it, man? I, I know I feel like I know quite a bit about you, but not until what you're doing now started. Um, like, where'd you come from? How did you get where you're going? What's your story, man? What made you s so, like, strong and motivated, capable and focused? i tell you what, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people that knew me know, but probably the majority of people don't. Um, long story short, I got my license in 98. Um, but I came, I left, um, your barber's license. Yeah. Okay. But 
my my drive, my motivation, my passion. I left in 2012, went to the penitentiary, and came back two years later. I came back with $230 sleeping on my mom's couch. No shit, you did two years? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. straight, yeah. And there's a whole transition, and I, I'd give most of that to God when I went in there, a mental state. And honestly, that's when, when I first started doing yoga, which is crazy because there's the biggest, baddest, and gnarliest people in Westville Penitentiary, and they're yoga's, doing yoga. Yoga's legit. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, they're doing this, so I'm going to go in there and try it. But yeah, and I came home. Um, did I still have my license in? Yeah. So were you a different person after? Oh, 100%. 100%. Just mentally. And that's not been the first time I've been. But that was the time that, that I spent probably, I spent a decade or so off and on locked up. Really? Previous to that, yeah. yeah and then you just, that. you had a change. Yeah, absolutely. I, the last time I was in there, I'm mean, looking at decades of time. And oh, you were looking at more time. Yeah, when I, right before I went in there, it was 20-some years, maybe more. <sighs> went through, long story short, I went through the reentry program, Judge Menzies. People hate it. And, you know, it's a great program. Great yeah. program. He comes to get us a haircut now, religiously. So you, you slayed some fucking dragons, dude. That, that's just, a, yeah, that's just part of it. But, yeah, and then I came home, and I was like, I was however old. It was like October 14, I came home, and I looked at life like, okay, I'm, God, what's it been, nine years, 47, yeah, I was, almost 40 I'm like I'm 40 everybody my age is you know I mean had 20 30 years to be where they're at you know I've jacked off my previous time you know I mean before that doing nothing getting locked up on and off I'm here they're here I should be up here how fast can I get up there uh, dude you must how, you started how, at 40 how fast can I get up there 2000 uh 2014 when I came home I didn't start cutting hair until Shit, dude. Seven, eight years, eight years ago. That's so inspiring. I didn't because... start cutting hair again until eight years ago with nothing. Just wow. I rented a booth in Lisa's shop, Crush Salon. Yeah, that is inspiring yeah. for people, dude. <laughs> Anybody listening to this should be inspired because when when I met you, which was before you were even as successful as you are now, mm-hmm. you seemed like a person that been working on your shit for twenty years plus. Yeah. So you just you made a switch in your head and you said I'm gonna do this yeah. and I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get ahead of people Absolutely. somehow even from way behind. Yeah, I'm like I, I had the skill, but I, I don't have any business knowledge, you know, anything, you know, I mean, social media. I said it'd be 2014 when I came home was when I first got Facebook. Yeah, just you to even connect are, with people. You weren't even like <laughs> you didn't even have access to that shit. <laughs> no, right? And, and you're I, like a fucking pro, dude. Yeah. When I was in there, I said this. I set goals when I was in there. This is what I'm gonna do. This is what I want. This is my vision of what what life's gonna be. And there was nothing to hold me back. I came home. I started driving a cab for 12 hours. I couldn't get a job anywhere. Sure. Nowhere because I just came home. So, I started driving a cab for 12 hours a day, and I had classes through reentry, court, and everything. And I would get three to four hours sleep every day. Every day. And then when I started cutting, well, when I started cut, when I actually started cutting hair, I would drive that cab 10 hours a night. I would sit and rent a chair all day long and hustle. 
to gain clientele. I, mean, I had cut people's hair before, so it was just get my name back out there and yeah. branding myself as long, you know what I mean, along with that I'm doing hair. And I would get three to four hours sleep, if that, a day, forever and ever and ever. You know, a good year before I completed the reentry, that part of it. So when people say, I can't do it. I don't have time. I, I don't have that this. Probably bounces off your you know, head, bro. I took the bus. I took the bus. I, I didn't. I took the bus to where I needed to go to gain to get ahead. Yeah. And people these days they don't want to walk. They don't want to take the bus. Took the bus. Then I got a little car. Oh yeah. And then you know, I escalated from there. I'm like, there's there's no way you can tell me I can't do. And you cannot tell me you cannot do anything if you put your mind and your will and your desire to 100. percent I noticed that about you. I like that about you. I was curious where it came from. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got that story. That that's, was, fucking... that's, that's what people don't, and a lot of people that, you know I mean, the new clients or people, oh, you got a business, got a nice truck, da, 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 da. I'm like, you have no idea. No idea from it also what, eight, ex- eight years ago till now. Explains to me why you're so humble. Yeah, and that, that's the key to life right there. Yeah, I've met plenty of successful people. Um, not all of them are humble no absolutely not. you know i read so i appreciate that about you man what a fucking awesome story what a wild ride not just to change your mind to change your ways but to to keep it so consistent eight years now um Is that what you said eight years ago i believe so because i yeah, think i think rough, the i think roughly. the barbershop be open for six years in november then i was at crush for a year and a half so I guess I started cutting hair in November. November, it's about seven years, a little over seven years, yeah. somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, and what I hear from you is priorities, routine, goals, and vision. Yeah. Like, do you, are those the things that really? Because if those things can get you out of a lifestyle of getting locked up, and into the amazing, like productive and inspiring and successful lifestyle you're in now, like. People need to know that. Do you think those are the things? Um, sacrifice is huge. What do you mean? But yes, those are, you you have you have to sacrifice everything. I mean, if you want to open up a business or you want to get to that goal, you, you mean sacrifice the shit that you would you guys like, you just sacrifice you like. fun stuff in life. You guys to sacrifice. You know, so many people they get in a good place or they want to they want to get a business or get this. But then you know, I mean, they want to spend money. Well, they want to, they want to, they want to go on vacations all the time. You know, if sit down for a couple of years, don't spend no money, don't go on vacation, no yeah. frivolous, you know, I mean, spendings, and then put that to whatever your goal is, you will achieve so much more. I mean, I used to cut hair in the same shorts all the time, same shoes, you know, I mean, a couple different shirts. I had plenty of money. You know, I mean, when I first started getting on my feet. Even when I opened up my shop, I could buy all kinds of clothes. I could buy stuff then, you know what I mean? But I still yeah. didn't because I didn't have a need for it. I didn't care. I was trying to build a brand and a business. You can't do that one. Okay, I'm spending all this money I'm making. I'm going to spend it. I'm going to spend it. Why? Why? If you want to keep building, you're right. sit down for it. Sit down and be still on that aspect for a little bit. And then, so right. and then down the road, you can take all the vacations. You can go to Vegas for a couple of days, two, three times a year if you want. Whatever makes you happy. But that you've got truth. to sit down and just stay, stay still on that aspect. That's the truth that nobody says. Because any business owner that's got any level of success doesn't like to say that. Man, They like to show people, like, look, this is what I got. Yeah. 
but the reality is, man, the people I've met and the way they found to be successful in business, man, was was to be money-minded, frugal, efficient. Mm-hmm. Everything's an investment. Even your personal life, for sure. Yes. Um, and, and I can definitely relate to that. You know, there was one time, well, when I met my my wife, she came over to my house. I was running a, you know, like a, it was like a $9 million business. And I had a few more on the side and it was bringing loads of money. Everything was doing really well and I was pretty young. Um, and I was, that's when I was trying my hardest to make money mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, she came over to my house and it was my old rental house and like there was no carpet i didn't mm-hmm. i slept in a hammock i didn't have a tv i didn't have anything in there like nothing mattered to me i never i was never there i was at work yeah to start with also if i was there like i didn't want to spend a dime on anything except mm-hmm. business <laughs> you know like it seemed like a waste of money yeah i could totally get it but that isn't a glorious story that people like to hear about being a business owner and my two cents if you're interested is if you decide to become an entrepreneur or own a business, um, what it does is it exposes you. If you are bad with money, bad with your time, bad with every every weakness you have will be brought into the light. Absolutely. If you start a business, you will realize day one, like, this is all the shit I need to become good at or I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm still learning myself things, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, we never quit learning, but there's times. I think I'm still learning now, and it's hard when you do it yourself. You do everything else, too. Okay, let's put some responsibilities here, some responsibilities here. And I've been I've learned that more in the past year than ever. And it takes to delegate. Weight. Yeah, delegate yeah, it takes okay. weight off my shoulders and my, my brain. I mean, the, the stress of my mind. And I keep saying, well, if, if I had more time... But then I think it'll come to the point I'm going to cut back my chair time just to expand or just push more, push different business stuff. And because, you know, we've got 24 hours in a day, and I'm trying to maximize as much as I can of that. Seems like a logical next step. Move to the, you know, the way of making other people successful and making money through providing that opportunity for them, being more of a... You know, I, th- I think I'm super lucky because, I, I, as we all do, I, I handpick everybody there. Um, we're just now being able to keep up with clientele, and I would turn people away. I would turn great barbers away, and they're like, "Why? I mean, your work's phenomenal. You're not going to fit our vibe. It's not about right now. It's about the future. It's about the brand, and whether it's just." attitude or social media i've yeah one guy who's phenomenal went to social media like you're an extension of barlow's and we don't want to see that on social media whatever was the time and i think just you got to be highly selective of not your clientele or not your clientele but your employees but even in life you got to be highly selective of who you have around you not about quantity you know it's about quality the quality of people yeah i agree with that dude and i think there's a lot of people who disagree with that and i just i think they're making a mistake 100 percent. those people are like and i'll tell employees about like hey look i noticed your stuff and social media is starting Mm -hmm. to get down the line of just 
ignorant, yeah. trashy, yeah. divisive, aggressive, yeah. like whatever. Like what do you like? You can't can't do that and work here. And they're like, yeah. it's my personal space. <laughs> it's my it's my freedom of expression. I'm like yes, you are free in this country to express yes. yourself. And I am free in this country not to fucking pay you or hire you. Absolutely, yes. That's where we're at right now. And just that's a silly mistake. People mis they mistake their rights for something that doesn't have consequences. And I and I tell them that too. But I can look up back myself years ago, and some of the things I posted for years ago. Oh yeah, I'm like, and that, that was a. That was a trying time. Uh, I think you know how many times I went through a bad breakup. You gotta, you got to. Um, That's the worst time to grow post mentally. Right? So <laughs> I literally, I went through a breakup. My buddy got a divorce. We see my other buddy, and we, I mean, we were literally out four or five nights, probably five nights a week downtown, just ripping it up. Yeah. And then I look back <laughs> and I'm like, Lord help me, huh? I'm not sharing that memory. Not sharing yeah, that right. memory. <laughs> yeah. But it's growth. You know, I mean, definitely, it, yeah. it's growth. And if you can look back and see that and be like, "There's no way I would post that now," or "No way I'd put that video or picture on there now," then you know you've grown in life. You've grown as as a human. Mentally. Yeah, that's so obvious to me. It's so obvious to me that everybody grows. There's this weird thing going on now with cancel culture and social media where people are sort of feeling like they judge anybody for any dumb thing they did in the past. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is fucking stupid because now no, everybody's afraid to do anything. Yeah. Like, of course, you're smarter now than you were when you were 12. And a lot of the people who do that. Oh, I'm sure there's there's something in your past, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that, anybody. That, 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 that somebody could, if they really want to pick out or if it came up, whether oh, yeah. you're. A celebrity or just an average oh, yeah. person or anywhere in between. Anybody who's never made a mistake is lying. Yes, 100%. And I don't trust anybody who's never made a mistake because if if it were true they've never made a mistake, then I know for sure they've never fucking learned anything. Yeah, they've, they've, they've never tried. Right, I mean, or tried. And people are like, well, how'd you do this or how'd you do that? I'm like, and I guess, I guess it goes along with failure. You know I mean? Mistake and failure. But yeah you never fail as long as you keep trying and but you will make mistake after mistake after mistake but that's not a mistake as long as you counter that and you know i mean grow and gain from that okay let's do this a different way different way whether yeah. it's a that's bad good. post being a bad person whatever you're still growing whether it's business or just humanity in general yeah that's 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 it but you have to be able to embrace that you're going to you're going to do shit wrong. Absolutely. You're going to be really bad at some things, especially if you're brave enough to do something new that you want to learn, that you need to learn. Yeah. Um, there's some, you know, plenty of people from our generation that never took the leap to social media. No, yeah. Like, I, like you did so well <clears throat> because they're just, they don't, they're afraid to fail. They don't want to look stupid. They don't want to look bad at it. They just say a bunch of things bad about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and that's like you know, I mean, the essence of they're downing it because they're afraid to try it, whether it's social media or anything. Like, so many people are like, oh, I, this and that, I don't like this, or you shouldn't do that. 
It's, it's usually something within themselves, you know what I mean? Uh, something they're missing, whether it's a, a fear or a anxiety or uneasiness, but same thing. You don't know until you try it. Yeah. Do you push back on people very often and confront people, or are you pretty agreeable? Um, I've gotten bad. I used to be, I used to be, I, as the business part, I'm, I'm a huge people pleaser. I'm a huge agreeable. And yeah, I don't like confrontation at all. Um, I think I will push back more so if it's something got to do with my friends or family or people around me. I will probably... If it's important to you. Yeah, important to me than me, I can take it off my shoulders, you know what I mean? But if it's not important to you, just let them keep their bad ideas. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but like and, and, like, if it's in the shop, you know what I mean? I'd, and it's funny because sometimes you've got so many different people. And even in life, and you've got to, Especially if you know that person, it's okay. How do I tactfully, you know what I mean, get the point across or whatever without hurting their feelings... Or yeah, making them mad, and I'm like, especially you know, we've got men and women in there as a shop thing. And I'm like, yeah. luckily I know all of them very well, so I'm like, okay, how do I, how do I, what angle do I come in to get my point across without feeling like, feeling like a dick or you know, I mean this and yeah. that because we're we're a good group, so yeah, kind of, I've learned to do that versus just the same verbiage or the same tone to everybody because everybody may take it different. To get like specific with how you communicate with individuals to, to be the most effective with yeah, them. Like absolutely. what's going to ring truest to you. I think that's a sign of a good leader. And sometimes, it's hard to do. And, and then you get to the point and you've got, also you got to admit, you know what I mean? Hey, I'm wrong sometimes. You know what I mean? That may not have been oh, the yeah. best choice and you've got to let them know that. You know what I mean? So it's not, you're, you're just not like, that's the way it is. No, communication, like, you're right. You know what I mean? You're right. And sometimes you got to let them take the lead. It's great because the shop runs so smoothly because I give them, you know, I guess it's trust. They, they can, you know, they know if it's anything, they can block it off if they need to. I've got enough people to move around. Yeah. Uh, most time they will ask, but if it's, you know what I mean? I tell them if it's got to do with the kids, you don't even have to ask send me a text and block it off i will come in myself i will make it happen yeah you gotta have time to take care of your kids and family and they, they well, it's well-rounded it's to where i don't have to be i used to have to be there every day i used to open up every single morning but now i don't because i know they will be fine they can take care of it and they're they, they will use their best judgment for the shop not just themselves that's a good feeling yeah. that's commitment yeah. yeah it's nice it's really nice I had an old boss reduce that down to me when I was working for other people. He said, you know, you can spend all of your effort trying to get compliance out of people, mm -hmm. and you'll get it, and you, you'll never enjoy it. It'll never work nearly as well as getting commitment yeah, from people. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's harder to get commitment, but worth it. And I think that makes sense with, you're talking about your vision. I feel like everybody I meet that's had any level of success always mentions that they have a vision and they seem to be very good at sharing it with people yes and you have to because if you've got that vision it's got to be ingrained in you so if you're able to communicate and share it then you've, you've got a great grasp of what you want to do and how you're going to do it and sometimes you've got you know five years down the line you may just have okay this this is i need to do something 
and then within that time you'll you'll get a get a good grasp of it and figure out for the good or bad one way or other if it's going to work out and if you want to do it that's i love the way you say that because it just it rings of like courage not being afraid like this might just bomb but yeah i'm gonna try it anyway absolutely see what happens <laughs> absolutely <laughs> i love that so what is the what does the future bring for matt barlow oh what's the future vision you have currently uh so many things in my head uh because we're just now at a place to where as business-wise great um like i say do i find a bigger spot do i open up another spot and i or do you stay satisfied and start a personal endeavor have time for yourself i will still have that um I, i've been making time for myself yes it's huge with with a relationship with her now um we'll see where that leads in the future we're doing great we're extremely happy that's good man um and but I, like i said i've got that that drive and that hustle to go and whether it's i always say what if i want to do something different i'm like what would i do and I, it's funny because i wrote down goals the past couple of years i think last year i was like uh not this year but last year at the beginning of the year i wrote down I think uh, I learned stocks and stuff. I, mean, I play a little bit. Yeah. And I remember uh, halfway through last year, into last year, I was like, man, not that I failed, but, you know, man, I had that on my list. I didn't do anything. And she's like, the year's not over. It's halfway through the year. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. not, not that I've done a lot with it, but just that mind state that she, you know what I mean, put back in me. I was like, you're right. Your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. yeah she's, she's pretty encouraging. She's amazing, yeah. That's yeah. great. Amazing. Hell yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a blessing. But I, I've had, she is a blessing. Um, I, I think the best thing about it is, is when you meet somebody and you don't have a, a need to be with somebody, so many people, you know what I mean, have a need to be with, you know what I mean, another person. Yeah. Um, a lot of people go through breakups and they'll jump, 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 jump because mm. that need. They didn't find themselves. They didn't find peace within themselves before they get involved with somebody else. Yeah. I was at peace with myself. She was at peace in that aspect. And it was just a random encounter, then a random, you know what I mean? Not encounter, but a random meeting and just something escalated, you know what I mean? Extremely well. And I, I think if neither one of us would have been in that peaceful within our own heart our own time you know i mean th things probably wouldn't work out that's for yeah, the long that's so run true. that's a that's a real hard thing to understand when you're young though i remember yeah you yeah. remember that absolutely yeah all we were doing was like filling up the cracks in ourselves <laughs> right. with each other dude like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like replacing our mom or our dad or yeah I'm, basically yep. that's great for you though man i'm happy for that and i think that's part of growth like i said i was gone for a while i had one relationship and then the break of that and she was just out getting hammered just partying just what and i was i never you drink huh you drink <laughs> <laughs> i i never took time to get my mind together without alcohol or whatever in there yeah and then finally i did and then my last relationship we broke up and then 
you know, I'd go out a couple nights a week like normal, but then I took time. I evaluated myself and my, you know, me and my, my emotions, my needs, and my mind state, and I got to a great place in life. That's great, dude. A great place in life. Uh, actually, I got a little apartment down the alley from Kyle. And to this day, Kyle, my business partner. Yes. Yeah, down yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, just right down the alley. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's wanted to turn around. It was an old teacher. It's a beautiful neighborhood. Uh, Mr. Dude. Minton had it, and Kyle was like, bro, it's one bedroom upstairs. You know what I mean? If you don't need anything big. And I walked in there, I'm like, it's, it's a little beautiful place. Yeah. I literally had, to me, I, I, I looked at things as needs, not wants. Yeah. And I had my mattress, nice. And actually, it was so big, it was, I couldn't even get up the door. So it was, um, them gel foam whatever there so i took a salt i took a uh, bread knife and just cut the end off <laughs> yeah. I, I, I youtube i, I youtube it first <laughs> and cut it off and got it upstairs and, yeah, and yeah. gorilla glued it back on and it oh la- that's smart it laid on my kitchen floor forever because all you i slept w- in the kitchen all i would do i had a bedroom all i would do was come home and sleep i worked non-stop i grinded i've been there i had no silverware i had one spoon I had a uh, two uh, bourbon glasses and some paper plates, and <laughs> yeah. I, I ate out I've every day. Na- I ate, I ate out every day. I've never met someone else who's been there. Yeah, yeah, because I had a need for. I I don't have any pictures in there. I still I've got an old barber chair in there, some camera equipment. That's great. My dude. dressers and they're like, why? I'm like, I don't need anything. The only reason, the only reason I got silverware. Pots and pans, which I don't think I've ever used as you sit on the stove, <laughs> and put my bed on its frame was because I met her. That's funny, dude. Because I met her. The second, <laughs> after the first night that my wife now came over, the next day she left to go to work. She's a pretty ambitious person herself. Um, I went to Goodwill and bought a second place setting. Yeah. I went to got a plate and two more forks, <laughs> two more spoons. And it just is funny to me now that I'd never considered getting like a lot of them or a set. I just went and yeah. got one more fucking yeah. plate. <laughs> and it's funny. And I still. And she didn't even get it when she came over next time and I made her food. I'm like, look, you have your own plate. Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it was like, why? I was like, you know, because I don't know. Like I said, it's a need. It wasn't a need. I did all that, and she's never stayed there one night. We've never ate there, but I got it just because she's like, how are you going to invite me over if your bed's on the floor in the kitchen? Good, that's good don't point. have that. And I'm like, fair Thank enough. Thank God for women, dude. We would yeah. be fucking cavemen, dude. <laughs> you got that right. Like, we would be the most unsophisticated, <laughs> fucking hairy, filthy animals living. Because the next step would be like, why do I need an apartment? Why don't I just put my mattress in this fucking cave? It's free. Right. <laughs> That's the next step. You're almost there. <laughs> but yeah, and it's common because I look back and, and not much has changed in there and because I, I don't have a need for it. I'm out at her house most I'll stay. I'll stay there a couple nights a week at my apartment. I yeah. literally, literally come in maybe 11 30 12 whatever time i leave usually one of her her son's ready to go to bed especially school time yeah and i'll go in there sleep i will wake up i'm going i'm ready to go let's nice. go yeah that's nice i think it's also a good sign that you value yourself more on different things other than just like what you can have what you can possess yeah which i think is noble in its own right so I, Go ahead. You're gonna say something. I think I think because I'm like you know you can buy stuff, 
I've got a nice truck. You know, I mean, I was like, okay, I'm able to get a vehicle. And yeah. my mindset was, I want a nice truck. Truck. I'm gonna brand it, a rolling billboard. But I would rather spend my money on vacation experiences than stuff. Oh, nice. I'd really yeah. go. I go a lot of places a lot of times, and I would really just go and experience stuff. And when I came home, I had a house, a whole household full of stuff in the house. I had probably a household and a house and a half of stuff in the garage. I came home and sold everything almost and gave the rest of it away. I'm like, why? What am I going to do with this? Just hoard it? Get it in my you did mind. That when you first came home. Yeah, whenever, in my mind was. Because you got the stress of all the stuff, had a couple barns full of stuff. You feel like you had to get that shit out of your way. Is that did that help you get successful, really, in some I, way? I think it did. It's kind of like you know, I mean, cleaning out your life, yeah, cleaning out your mind because you've got all that, and there's, it's still ways in there. What am I going to do with all this stuff? I don't need it. What I don't need, I'm getting rid of, and got rid of all of it, and it was just so freeing, so emotionally, you know, I mean, mentally, just a weight lifted off of it. Yeah, it's a good thing, and, I, and I've lived like that. Since I think then, most people most think it would be a bad thing; it'd be a, a bad feeling to get rid of your shit, but it's actually a really good feeling. Yeah, I'm like, if it's not a necessity, and I, just, I still live by that, you know, today. I mean, I'll buy her stuff, and if she don't need it. She, I mean, God, she's probably got. 200 squishmallows in there and her birthday yeah. her birthday last year it's funny her birthday last year those I, things are awesome though they are i love them yeah she bought me a, a couple few and she's like i'm like why is this fucking stuffy 50 dollars yes and then i laid on one in her bed and i was yeah. like that's worth every penny it's funny her her birthday last year i bought her something every single day for her birthday and, yeah. uh, and a lot of them were just squishmallows it was just uh, i just wanted to show my appreciation she does so much so i'm like whether it's in it's like, what do you buy a woman that has everything or yeah. can buy everything herself? Yeah. I was just, just little stuff like that. So I, I definitely um, added to the Squishmallow, <laughs> squishmallow pile <laughs> on her birthday. She's like, no more Squishmallows. I said, fair enough. <laughs> hey, that's when you've done your job as a boyfriend or a husband or whatever is when you've gotten something she likes so much she asks you to stop yes <laughs> she's like not another squishmallow i'm like fair enough I won't, I, won't, I won't buy you one for another year at least but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i know you're a little short on time we got to wrap this up soon but i, I want to ask if you have time um two questions one um for our anybody that might be so unfortunate to listen to this <laughs> what um what is the greatest lesson that you think you've ever learned in your life that you would want to tell anybody of, of any age? You can, I mean, you can pick. You could say, I would mm -hmm. tell this to a man of any age or, a, you know, somebody who's 18. Like, whatever you think would be the, the best for anyone to hear. Who would it be and what would it be? Um, I think it would be basically don't listen to anybody. Don't listen to anybody that doubts you. I've done so many things in business, and people are like, why? That's not going to work, or you shouldn't do that. No, if you think that's a great idea, do it. Don't even, it don't matter if it's family or anybody. If you've got a, a vision of something, just do it. And don't quit. Keep doing it. You will figure it out one way or the other. And, and I think, along with that, I think, and also I think the, the best advice, and people think I'm crazy when I say this. You spend a third of your life working, a third of it sleeping, and a third of it whatever. If 
any parts of that well sleeping well i don't well we don't spend a third of our life sleeping i guarantee that (laughs) but if you hate your job if you hate your relationship to a point quit quit you will find you know i mean you there's two-thirds of your life you you can't why you do something different don't spend day after day after day being unhappy you've only got so many days so many hours so many years to be happy and if you quit your job you're gonna figure out something real quick or get a side hustle and figure it out but you know i mean especially at work if you're unhappy every day at work that transitions into your family life your relationship life everything else i agree do something that makes you happy you you're gonna work your whole life and end up be miserable for what you know i mean enjoy life sit down enjoy life and find something that makes you happy you don't have to be the richest man Enjoy doesn't mean it's going to be easy. No, I, I, actually, it, it's usually it, the it will not be. It will not the be hard easy. Shit's yeah. you enjoy. yeah, it will not be easy. But you grind through it, then it'll get easier, and then you'll be able to enjoy. It. Especially if you do something that's in your heart, your passion. That's a good yeah, advice. Man. I tell people, you, know, you hate your job, quit. That, that, that's going to supersede everything in your life if you are unhappy at work where you spend most of your life at. Yeah, that's like a way of painting yourself into a corner. They say or whatever. Yep. Or. What, how does that there was one expression that you just reminded me of to where like if you can't swim throw your ass in the ocean 100% you'll learn to swim you know what's crazy I have a fear of not drowning but just bodies of water and normally I will every, every time I go to the beach I don't think I did it last time we were busy I will get a boogie board and I will go out as far as they start yelling at me. You have like I'll, a real fear of the water. Yeah, Did I you, don't know what it is. That's I, will, a, that's a I think it's because when I was a kid, I couldn't swim, and somebody threw me in the water, and they thought it was funny. I think that's ingrained in my brain. Oh, like a so, salt. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I will go all the way out, and I will just float on my back. Yeah. Because what can you do? You know, I mean, you have to accept that fear. You have to accept it. It's kind of like confronting your Face fear. It, yeah. And whether a shark or drowning or crazy whatever you got to float back and just float and kind of you know i mean i think it's just facing your fears that's great advice dude and i think if i could tell some somebody anything else i tell people this a lot and they laugh i'm like you know what fuck them if they can't take a joke (laughs) fuck them if they can't take a joke that means so much now (laughs) i swear now more than ever it does yeah dude I find myself thinking a lot now, fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Which is an uncommon thing for me because I always look for like what I can learn from people and Mm -hmm. I think everybody's important. And if somebody hates me or they're attacking me or they're arguing with me or unfairly criticizing me, I'm still listening to them. I still believe in them. I still think they're important. So never in my life until recently have I started saying, you know, fuck this. Yeah, because you're not going to make everybody happy. And like I told you before, I've always been a people pleaser. But I had to learn... You're not gonna make everybody happy in this world. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, sure. some people are just miserable. They will have people come to the shop. We had a, an altercation the other day, or whatever. I don't know what was going to do. It was crazy. And we got Adam in there, big guy. You know, I mean, ex-military. She's kind of high strung, oh, yeah, yeah. high strung cool sometimes. Guy. Good guy. And he's like, but uh, I said, let me tell you something. Calm down. Don't worry about him. You know why? Unfortunately, he's gonna live day after day miserable. He's going to be on down the road. You're going to forget about him, and you're going to be being happy. You can't change people. They are the way they are, you know what I mean, unless they want to change themselves and their mind state. So, no, don't let them, their actions ruin the rest of your day or your next day. That's good advice. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like 
most of this stuff we talked about is 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 right up here this is uh, and i don't apply this to other people mm-hmm. i use this to apply shit to myself whenever i'm thinking something just to make sure it's not stupid yeah <laughs> i look up at the four cardinal virtues of the old greeks like is how does this work with wisdom courage temperance and justice nice. and that's and that's most like when you finally hear something like you're saying all this stuff that makes sense from your experience that's true it almost always works with that those yeah. axioms that's why i use them i think of something and nice. I, if i think of a great idea or doing something bad i i both um hold it up against the four old school cardinal virtues nice it works best for my ideas that i think are good I'm like that was stupid <laughs> but and I'm that's glad I figured that out before I went and did it. Absolutely, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right on, man. Um, yeah, I'm glad you came and did this. Uh, you probably is it? You're, you're probably about out of time, aren't you? Oh uh, yeah. I don't. Is there anything else you wanted to add or say? No, I just I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I hope um, I ramble sometimes, so I hope it comes across to anybody that chooses to listen. Oh, you're uh, like they, the they, least rambly person I've yeah, ever talked they, to. They get some, uh, they get some insight about it. Insight, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I appreciate you doing. I think a lot of people will because it's it's awesome to meet anybody who's been successful in entrepreneurship at all, and it's really awesome to meet somebody who overcame. Um, struggles slayed some dragons yeah. to get there it's an inspiring story dude so keep up the good work I appreciate and, and it thanks for coming and talking to me yeah and like like I said before and one last thing the key to life is being humble well, you think I, so? I think it, it's not only when I, it's important when you're doing great but it's more important when you're not doing great when, when, when you've got issues problems down and out anger whatever that is when it's really key to be humble your 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 demeanor absolutely yeah i feel like not everybody understands humble the same way i do because i don't think of humble as meekness or weakness or Mm -hmm. being meager um i think humble is being very like courageous and active but just realizing you're not more important than anyone absolutely i tell people all the time you seem to be that way like like in the shop i don't care the, if the client's a janitor or if it's the mayor, Tyler, you know I mean, he got his hair cut before. Yeah. You will be treated the same. Your your money's green. We respect you. You know what? Why don't you do? We appreciate your business and just you choosing us. So I'm like, treat everybody the same, no matter how you view people. Just, if people do that in life in general, oh, on great. the street or anything, the world would be a better place. Yeah, no doubt. I think that's golden rule. That's a true story, man. All right. Well, All right, we'll pl- wrap it up with yeah, that. Pleasure. That's a perfect yeah. place to start. Nice. Stop, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming, yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you. I'll have to do it again sometime if you want. Yeah. Let me know when. And we'll. we'll uh, I'm sure I got a thousand other things I can ramble on about. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now that we have all the the framework out of the way right. and the history, we could just dive right into the crazy, funny shit. <laughs> yeah.